is Kelly Carlin, and welcome to Waking from the American Dream. I got me a brand new toothbrush. They come in packs of twos. Got so many pairs of underwears that I can pick and choose. I may not have no sunshine, but I'm grateful for the moon. I got some ramen noodles, and I found me a plastic spoon. Now you might say I'm going nowhere slow, but at least I get to smell the rose. The out of doors is always open, and the bathroom is never closed. So happy-go-lucky, 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 happy-go-lucky. I'll be happy-go-lucky one of these doggone days. Don't need to have no internet. No Wi-Fi spot for me. Just friendly conversation, and I'm as happy as can be. You can keep your fancy jewelry. You can keep your fancy cars. All that stuff just keeps adding up like a prison with fancy bars. So I share these words with everyone to see the silver lining in the cloud. Don't be depressed just cause it's a depression No frowny faces allowed So happy-go-lucky 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 I'll be happy-go-lucky one of these doggone days our very own Mr. Rick Overton with his Mr. Very Fabulous Happy-Go-Lucky, because B is happy-go-lucky. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I have some phlegm. I'm having phlegm issues right now because I just ate a brownie because I felt I needed a bunch of sugar. So hold on. I just had to take a sip of something because... There we go. Better. Um, no, not really, but still, whatever. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. It's November 14th. Um, I like it when the date of the show is divisible by seven. I don't know. I'm a little bit of a freak. I'm a little bit of a number freak. Uh, this is what saved me in grammar school from going insane with all my parents doing way too many drugs. I loved math. And I don't know, something about those divisible by seven days just make me feel like everything is right about the world. And then we go and make months 30 and 31 days and it just screws it up. So I don't always get a seven on the day I like, but whatever. It's happening today. It's November 14th. That would be the second seven of the month. Aren't I smart? (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood, people, because I have been hiding in my house all week long, or maybe even longer than that, and doing lots of work on computer typing type stuff. And I haven't been out a lot. And I haven't had, you know, I've been serious, like serious. F- my 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 brow has been like that serious thing that it does. <clears throat> so I'm here to have a little fun today. Uh, so we're going to have some fun, At, like we always do when these crazy people show up in the studio and hang out with me for an hour and a half. Uh, I don't know who I'm speaking about. Uh, so I don't know. Did any, I have no idea if anything weird happened in the world today or this week, because like I said, I have not been fucking paying attention at all. I've been in my house. I mean, I know like, you know, the Iranians kind of left the table and uh, there was a horrible, horrible typhoon in the Philippines and uh, Obama's going around the country apologizing, which uh, he should. And yet, um, you know, it just feeds those people that don't like him even more, uh, feeds their whole reason for being basically. (laughs) It just, it makes it difficult. It really, really does. Uh, but the main thing is, is that, uh, once again, it's, it's dark outside way earlier than it used to be dark outside. And that's, that's troubling on so many levels. Uh, but the good news is I just saw the moon rising and, uh, it looks like it's on schedule. It's going to be full in a few days. Looks like it's the moon's doing okay. Mm. We haven't fucked that up yet. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Right. We're working on it though. I'm absolutely well i think newt gingrich wants to do a moon colony colony yeah. so that's that's that would totally fuck up completely he weighs less uh, can we send him to scout oh god yes there's a whole a whole bucket load of people we could send on that scout that would be good uh but i did see a cool thing uh speaking of space uh that whole richard branson virgin thing that's going to be happening soon. You're going to be mm-hmm. able to spend some, you know, nice chunk of change and go uh, play in space for like, what, 32 seconds or something like that. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I know. I guess you could say you were in space. I guess it's worth however and much it is. And you thought the rides at Disneyland were disappointing. Yes. You spent $150,000 to feel 32 seconds of weightlessness. Exactly. I hardly have a chance to throw up. <laughs> You know what? I'd say save your money and smoke a bowl of some Dutch treat and, <laughs> and have some fun, people. And uh, Stare at a star map the entire stare time. Stare at a star map. And you could go, you know, those little um, chairs where you, you hook your ankles to those things and you flip over backwards and you hang upside down. You could just do that. With yeah. and being Is that stoned. in Prague? Where did you hear about this? <laughs> no, 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 no. We used, to ha- we used to have one in our house because it like stretches your spine oh, out, you know, one of those. Gravity thing. Gravity like boots gravity or something boots. like Tilt that. Tilt board. Tilt board. There's yeah. all sorts it's of... It's waterboarding without the water. <laughs> That's right. It's the red face maker. <laughs> I remember my mom had this, one of her best friends, Ross Davis, uh, God rest his soul. Very funny guy. Very, very gay. And and like drama queen gay. And we had one of those tilt board flip gravity things. And he tried it once. And he and all you have to do to get out of it is you just kind of lean your body forward and it unhooks and you come back around. But he yeah. didn't know that. And he got stuck. <laughs> oh, no. And there was like shrieking, shrieking <laughs> coming from the living room. What's that, mom? Oh, it's Ross. He's stuck upside down. <laughs> but let's leave him for a few more seconds. This is kind of fun, she would say. Mom was a hoot. A hoot. <clears throat> she was, she was. 
Uh, so as you can tell by the laughing and voices in the background, we do have an octagon table discussion today. We're not going to start yet quite with that, but, um, you know, the boys like to chirp in a little bit early. And Erin is not making it. She's in an actual hot red carpet. Yes. Uh, Rick's oh, raising his hand. Yes. Sorry. Didn't mean to chirp. It's a wonderful piece. <laughs> You're just so conversational. I lost track. No, it's really, it's totally fine. Uh, I was just going to chirp. Yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> actual it's not actual easy. chirping going it's on. It's not easy. No. Oh, well, that there was really great, that Kelly. Was, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to do something clever with my lips, Birds and it was just lips. not clever. <laughs> that's, that's it. I, what was I doing that's with why, lips? That's no. why they can never respond like that to anything. That's sad. It is. They can't do that. They can't comment. Someday, birds will develop lips. lips. They're working on the laboratory right now. You know, and reptiles don't have lips either because reptiles and birds are actually connected and related from way back when. So just wanted to bring that up. Some some senators don't have lips either. That's right. Reptilian. The dirty snakes. And um, sleep. We'll all sleep for a moment. Uh, yes, and sleep. <laughs> uh, so uh, everyone tweet out that uh, you're, if you're listening live right now, tweet out. Let people know we're on the air live. Uh, come join us uh, because, you know, it's a party here. And we like to feel that people are actually part of the party uh, because uh, without people looking at us and paying attention to us, we have no other purpose here. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, today's topic uh, of the uh, the octagon table, which, by the way, today we're at a rectangle table. I'm just, I'm just full disclosure here. I'm just, I'm very much into being transparent. We're in the uh, the hut studio tonight up in WeHo, uh, so there's no octagon, so there will be no poker playing after the show. You're very open-minded, and you make sure that in a conversation, you're looking at not just your side, but seven other sides yes. to a situation. This is why I, I call myself the polymind. Yes, it's important. At least seven other perspectives. It's important, even though we're only going to have four here today. Yeah. But we each bring at least 12, so that's, like, <laughs> that's, that's right. a lot. That's a lot of perspectives. Right. Well, I've written a little piece for today, <clears throat> and because um, the topic uh, later when we get to it will be gratitude and all things uh, to be thankful for and just thanks in general, uh, I wrote a piece called Ode because uh, it feels that was appropriate. I don't know if it is or not, but fuck it. I did it anyway. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Ode. The ocean, the blue of the ocean, the enormity of the ocean, the ocean that lives a few miles from me and the one that lives inside of me that carries me toward the great unknown within me. Eyes, my eyes, the ones that let me see that ocean, the ones that let me see his eyes, his eyes, blue, charming, inquisitive, inviting, those eyes. Food. Uh, More specifically, peanut butter. Even more specifically, Reese's peanut butter cups. They're crackly paper, then smell, then that shell of resisting chocolate making way for the creamy stuff inside. Okay, maybe just peanut butter. Alone on a strip of wheat bread folded over with or without something fruity. 
It kept me alive as I avoided every other food known to man as a child. Oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, all of it. All of the stardust, all of it. And while I'm at it, all of the stars, all of them, every single one of them, even though I know there are more of them than numbers to count them and that this very thought makes my head explode, but especially because it makes my head explode. I cherish things too big to fit in this head. I think they call that keeping it real. Georgia O'Keeffe. Those flowers, those skulls, those lines between blue and brown, those urges in her to go to the middle of nowhere and get away from all those that wanted to tell her who to be and how to be it. Her commitment to the image, the pure image, the pure urge inside of her. And to all who feel, hear, see the urge and walk into the middle of nowhere, to honor it by painting, dancing, singing, and writing it. You, you, the listener, here, and all listeners who take the time to see and hear me, witness another, sit with the other, you, the listener, who takes the time to see and hear your child, your lover, your father, your mother, you, the listener, who knows that you can only be complete by sharing the space with another listener, me. Me, the one who loves until it hurts, desires what it can only glimpse, and forgives what it does not know. Me, who needs friends around who make me better and make me laugh. Me, who doesn't understand how anything gets done and yet seems to get things done. Me, the one who loves the experience of life so much, I grieve it every day. Me. The one who organizes this array, this clump of ocean, eyes, food, stardust, Georgia O'Keeffe, you into this. This is all there is. This is to be loved. This is to be seen. This is to be eaten. This is to be in awe of. This is to be sung. This is to be.
was uh, Mr. John Elliott with a song that has a title, but I do not know the title of the song. Yin and Yang Collector. Yin and Yang Collector. Cool title. What's a great title? It worked with my piece very nicely. Could have been a Twitter contest. I know. Logan has this psychic power about music and like what to play and stuff. It's totally radical and cool. The problem with being a Yin and Yang Collector is that you get the two things and then you're done. Yeah, you've got that's the collection it. there. Yeah, yeah, it's black and white, yeah. up and yeah. down. Just you get the between two. them. It's like a cop showing up at a domestic. He's the one who gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get between yin and yang, man. It'd be funny to have a cop show where the cops are named yin and yang. Yin and yang, good cop, good cop, bad, 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 bad cop for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and one would be a woman, and one would be a man. <laughs> right. And one would be short, and one would be tall. Oh my god, we could go on forever. <laughs> Except uh, each thinks the other is the bad cop. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. I sure, because one of them is working for internal investigation. Uh, right. the other for external. One of them yeah. is the bad cop. Yin and Yang Collector <laughs> Roadshow. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all I got. <laughs> Although it's probably stuff's more expensive in Palm Springs. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I got. Because there's lots of old people that have things. Look, this is a very important oh. yin to me. Uh, yeah, before we even get to the topic, I mean, yeah, this whole Nazi art thing that has been – have you heard about this? I've heard about the Nazi art thing for years, but what's the new uh, – They they found a bunch. They a found like 1,400 pieces. The Austrian stuff. Like stuff that they didn't think ever existed. That oh, was it in museum? No, it was in a guy's storage unit. Wow. His family's been hoarding it. Oh. Yeah. Had they any idea what they were sitting on? Or uh, had they not tallied it to its current I, total and sum? I think the old man who's been hoarding it knew exactly what he had. Ooh. Because he was he was one of those who collected it. Yeah, the only instructions oh. he left for his family were, don't look in the storage unit <laughs> and claim you are Argentinian. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. 
that as well. Are they going to just take the artwork back, or do they have to buy it back? Or since it's plundered, can they just take it? Well, there's a. There, I mean, the it? thing is, they they knew about it over a year ago, and they're just starting to talk about it. So, so the, the people in the art world are pissed off because it's like you've known about it for this long. And then, of course, all the people that it was stolen from, you know, these rich Jewish families mostly, uh, are pissed oh, too because it's like restitution wow. for yeah, that. Of the, course. their previous. It's, it's their property. So that makes sense. Um, and there, and some of that has been restored in the past. But. And for the record, some of them not rich Jewish families that would be, yeah, had they owned Holy what shit, they owned yeah. before it was taken uh, away seventy years ago. Yeah, yeah, right, or yeah. eighty, almost eighty years ago now. That's that's wow. amazing. And that World War II films coming out about the guys going in to collect the artwork. Oh, really? That's right, with Bill Murray. Bill Murray and- Maybe that's why they're releasing the news now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, all, it's all just a big universal pictures promotion. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. Synergy, people. It's, Great. Everything is synergy. The Nazis just signed off. We're a go. <laughs> we're a go. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Disney. <laughs> oh. And they say the Jews run the media. Clearly not. Yeah. Uh, so everyone, we are here uh, a few weeks early. I mean, I grant you that, but you know, at least we're not like Costco, who over a month ago was putting up, you know, holiday decorations. You know, but we're here to talk about being grateful. I mean, that's like the overarching big topic here today. You know, um, I'm sure we'll scrape some corner of our minds to find something to be grateful for. Uh, but uh, you know, and yeah, I know Thanksgiving is. Two weeks away, which is on the 28th, which is divisible by seven. Just want to put, point that out again. <clears throat> uh-huh. That'd be the fourth Thursday of the month, four times seven being 28. That's right. I'm not OCD. I'm really not. I just <laughs> I, I do love these things. I do. I probably would have been a great code breaker. Although you did, right. you did break up your brownie into seven pieces. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around seven times and sat down seven times. <laughs> We've been counting, it's Kelly. Been weird. Very weird. Very weird. Weird. Uh, so I thought we would have some fun with today's topic, and then of course also you know some some seriousness stuff too. But uh, thought we would jump in with some uh, you know th- just the the topic of Thanksgiving in general, uh, which I think is a, it's a nice it's a lovely holiday uh, that you know I mean not everyone does clearly most people have to go visit their families don't. <laughs> 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 Dylan, do you have to go? Do you have to I go don't. I family? don't. No. no I, uh, I'm, I'm maintaining a decades-old tradition of avoiding my family throughout the holidays. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how, growing up, did you, warm and fuzzy Thanksgiving memories do you have? Did you guys have a big families? Did you, I mean, you know, it was just me and my mom and dad normally, but uh, did, anything that... Uh, I mean, Rick, I can imagine in your family, I mean, your dad with all those cool jazz musicians yeah. around and stuff. Did you Oft, have s- Often we go to Connecticut for Diffie, which is just the nickname they gave Edith Swain, uh, my mom's mom. Uh, sort of a New England kind of, you know, upper crust, uh, lower jaw. Larchmont, Larchmont, Larchmont kind of people. But she was the kind of radical out of that group. She turned into be a, not to be a suffragette. She rebelled against that system, but stayed a sort of earlier old school, most liberals would agree with today version of a conservative uh-huh. and Methodist. And she believed in the method of how Jesus did things. And that was really a, like a big deal that if you're going to be a Christian, really stick to your guns. Right. Do it, do it the right way. Right. And mm. hated Nick. And, you know, it's like, wow, you don't see that anymore. But she had these Thanksgiving dinners she'd have up in New Canaan, Connecticut, and the the family would be joined by cousins from one side who were uh, 
physicists Ooh. and on the other side who are clergy and <laughs> So oh, you just see these, I'm just wolf and stuffing in, watching these <laughs> philosophical salvos <laughs> on one side and boom the other way and just wolf, wolf and choo-choo and watch. And that's why I really, I think it really informed my philosophy and how I look at things that there's still a spiritual aspect of stuff. I don't say it is just all contained in my brain. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah. Just because it, 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 religion shouldn't just be there's only an A setting out of an alphabet, or there's nothing. Right, right. I don't throw out spirituality with religion. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, they really help make that occur because if you apply physics to it, it makes you separate certain parts out. You know? Sure, sure. So absolutely. for me at least, so I'm very, oh, I'm great. very, I'm grateful for that set of circumstances completely unintentionally teaching me. Wow, what a fantastic table. I can only imagine. It was interesting. <laughs> Several wines in, it got a little, you know. Whoa. <laughs> All that stuff they've been meaning to say for years, you know. <laughs> I'm under the green beans and the Now, were the, the, were the Methodists, sauce. Were the Methodists so, um, like, fundamentalists like they they weren't into like the 6000 years of the planet wasn't no. that old they i mean they were like no my grandma was married to uh the guy who taught physics at mm. princeton mm. and was on the original was gonna be on the manhattan project but wow. actually mistakenly believed that if you set an a bomb off it just uses everything and, and Earth becomes a small be star. Right, right. It never stops, and a chain reacts to all matter forever. They weren't sure about that they until didn't that know. first test that That's first right. time. <laughs> so he, he backed out before the first test, but he was invited on. Wow. And so he was the editor for Power Magazine, hmm. uh, Electrical Power Magazine, but they relied on nuclear and a lot of stuff back yeah. then. You know, so, yeah. That's, and so that's... She's married to him, and she's the organist at the Methodist Church. And, you know, <laughs> right. they got along great. Yeah, they seem to make sense to each other when they talk. And... Oh, that's great. See, that's the way. You see, back in the day, people like that, you know, could sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, you can now be reasonable, you're... right? Yeah. Now, no one's reasonable on any side. I know I'm not. No. Well, that's what we depend on. <laughs> <laughs> when I think Dylan, I think unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Why that fellow can hold a position even he doesn't believe. <laughs> so what was your, Chris? What was your uh, Thanksgiving family uh, get, get togethers like as a kid? As a kid, it was uh, uh, often we had a choice. You know, let's see, it depended on who was going to handle it that year. Yes, and yeah. my grandmother on my mom's side would would uh, take that on a number of times. So there was plenty of Italian food mixed mm. with the turkey etc so i i have emotional foods you know <laughs> yes. uh, you know the italian sausage yeah. made by sicilian people uh. with that recipe as opposed to the uh, from rome now I, I, no. you know we lived in the mountains my people <laughs> apparently from what i've told yes and so that food uh, really connects with me but um <laughs> it would be a bunch of from early on it was relatives i didn't know mm-hmm. or cousins i hadn't seen all year and um and then us hanging at the kids table until the and what part know, of the country was this that was in texas texas yeah okay. which is always funny sicilians um, in texas yeah. okay, i you, love that i've had people out you know said that are sicilians um go, you're not you know you aren't italian you're not a, you're not sicilian 
He grew up in Texas. How could, be, how could <laughs> yeah. you be? Him? You know. So, and everybody's got that accent. Uh-huh. I mean, when I come back, I, I find myself saying "thank you" a little oh, bit of the a, whole y'all thing. Thank like you. immediately, y'all sets in. I'm not even from Texas. <laughs> well, you, what other way are you going to group a bunch of people together? How hey, what do y'all are going to? What do y'all right. want to do? It is very true. <laughs> Real <laughs> vernacular, straight from the. But uh, uh, and then later, my dad took on the. the he was a mm. great cook, and mm. so those were great though because we got to be around his friends and the family we chose <laughs> no and none of them are alive now to know that some of them were detested by me <laughs> it's like i don't understand you people you mean your your parents are blue collar and you have no aspirations other than to just be that you know that kind of thing <laughs> right um but my dad uh, my dad's best friend was a math genius in school and mm. he's the one that taught me how to play chess Ooh. And uh, was married to Anne Rice's sister Alice. Oh, wow. so there were intellectual discussions and movie discussions that I looked forward to when he would show up. Mm. And um, and then at the same time, then I'd see my younger cousins, and I I took the role at the kids' table over time because you know we still did that as a you know sixteen to thirty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, okay, and guard that longer table there, adults. <laughs> So that I could I could do the question and answer with my closer cousins. Like, I think what the are you thing doing Passover. Hmm? I think the question and answer that's Passover. That's not that's not Thanksgiving. Well, uh, no, it was a it was a folded table that could have passed for Passover. Passover table. But uh, yeah, so it was a blue collar a blue collar environment uh, at least outside. You know, <laughs> we had we had dirt and grime. And, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> But uh, it was like it was fun to be around the family to find out what's going on with you. Uh-huh. Like so, it's a very social thing, and I definitely <laughs> kicked into the role of kind of checking to see where everybody was at, and oh. what, what they were thinking for my, with my cousins. Oh, nice! You know, to see are they oh, that one's oh good. You're thinking about going to psychiatry. Good, good, good. <laughs> okay. good. How about you? Oh, I appreciate science. Go. <laughs> I Get out. He and is rude. the encourager. <laughs> you know? What's the matter with you, Susan? A non-name for my no-Susans. But what's wrong with you? But, um, yeah, so they were fun. The food was amazing. Always great food. Um, and uh, very little controversy. Although in the earlier days, that's when I would go there and it would be the equivalent of the TV show The Goldbergs, uh-huh. you know, where there's like a couple of old uncles who have to tell stories and uh. they're like, what's the matter with you, Sarah? Are you kidding me? We should be eating my now. It's like, no, no, uh. you know, <laughs> when you're, we were kids, we would have a whole room to ourselves. Yes. The children have to be in that room while the adults talk about things. And it was just – it was very colorful. I think that's why I'm kind of drawn to Woody Allen and then the, like the, the movies that have um, – The big family the, the families dynamic. The discussion. Yeah. That one scene uh, – Hannah and was it? her was sisters. It, Hannah and her sisters where it's like that scene where he, he has a split screen of Annie Hall's parents and family. Oh, yes. And the Thanksgiving scene, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, she stole something. So what? She doesn't make much of anything. Let her steal a little bit. And it's like, would you please pass <laughs> that broccoli? You know? I mean, yeah. that was yeah. – lo- that just felt so familiar. And comfortable to me. That's great. So I felt like you know I was always thankful for the most part, unless I detested someone at the table <laughs> for some stupid childish reason. But that's great. Yeah, just a blast. And I and my my um, parents parents were families where my grandmother had seven brothers and sisters. Wow. My 
grandfather on that side was of 11 children. Each of them had sets of twins in there. Shit. My grandmother had a sixth grade education, but, but, and they, and worked out in the fields with the other sisters. Wow. And she was the one that made them work. And mm-hmm. so eventually she took on the queen status. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> so she a lot of times would sit at the table and <laughs> sit at the table and, and tell jokes and make, you know, have fun while she's talking to us. And then she'd say, did you like the pasta that I made? And my her sister, her older sister in the other room would go, that's my pasta, Sarah. I made that pasta. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> and then to go on like nothing had happened. It's just a fantastic, yeah. fantastic dynamic. I mean, I really just dug it. You know, it's observing everything. With the exception of one of my aunts who would always tell the inappropriate jokes Ooh. and ask the inappropriate questions because she was, a, you know, she, she was in show business at that time. Oh, she was one of those. She was a little – she wasn't my, the best example of show business for me. <laughs> but I definitely had some – you know, she was a solo singer that would pop up in a nightclub every so often. I want to sing a jazz tune, you know, that kind of thing, <laughs> which is awesome. No offense to your father in jazz. I love jazz as well. But uh, then on my dad's side, there was a bass player in a band that was on television almost every three weeks on the local – you know, uh, dance t- TV show, uh-huh, uh-huh. and they practiced in our living room, and um, so I was like, "Music, we have to do music," you know. Mm. Back then. So anyway, it was a good, diverse, oh, crazy, like great, fun thing. Yeah, great, diverse That's family. Yeah, <laughs> and all of that happening in Texas. Oh yeah, imagine that, people. Yeah, there you I have suppose it. I'll have to let go of some of my. Oh, you can still call it the beige state. Okay, good. <laughs> and Dylan, what was your uh, childhood Thanksgivings like? Uh, uh, much of the memories of my childhood Thanksgiving are repressed. <laughs> uh, I, I will say, until very recently, I believed that I hated turkey. Yes. It turns out I just hated my grandmother's turkey. <laughs> Uh, she uh, she would somehow reduce what I've discovered recently is actually a wonderful bird. It's quite an amazing into, uh, piece of particle meat. board. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, yes. Here's, here's what my Ikea. Yeah, it was, yeah she would assemble. <laughs> with, it, you need an, an Allen wrench to, to carve her turkey. Oh, uh, and uh, I, my real memory is that uh, whatever the dates were, you know, if my dad got off on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever, on that day, we would get up early in the morning. And we would load into the car my mom, my dad, me, and my sister, and uh, Dustin Hoffdog in the back seat. <laughs> Love these dog names. All these great dog names. Uh, we would drive from up, way upstate New York, like five hours, to Lakewood, New Jersey, where my grandparents on my mother's side lived. We never visited uh, my grandparents on my father's side, uh, Grandma Ruth, my grandmother on my father's side, whom we all hate. I believe that was her name. <laughs> Until very recently. With no song um, in it at all. Yeah, no song. No. Just that was her name. Yeah. Um, that we hate. We would go no. to uh, uh, Lakewood to see uh, Grandma and Grandpa. And other family would come in. There would be you know aunts and uncles, none of whom I liked very much. And there would be this anticipation of the terrible turkey. And then <laughs> things would happen. That's where it all gets very vague and I don't have a lot of things memory. Things would happen. Things would happen. <laughs> I would get to spend a little bit of time with my grandfather, just sort of sitting in his lap, listening to stories of the shtetl with the smell of the pipe smoke around me. Right. And then uh. we would get into the car. And get on the turnpike headed north, and my father would say, well, that was relatively painless. And that's my yes. memory of Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. this, this long, difficult car ride down, anticipation of bad turkey, smell of pipe smoke, my dad saying that was relatively painless, the end. That was every year. So you're experiencing missing time. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. You've been abducted, man. Oh, yes. It's a good there chance are, of it. There are three or four days every year in there that I would just block from my The mind. aliens, you know, they, they got your grandma a while ago. 
They go, it's not your, that's not your grandma. They don't know what a turkey is. My, They're making that out of particle board. Oh, my Lord. That's They've right. been trying to trick you. It's only fuel. Now that, now that we discuss <laughs> it, I do also remember that it, it, as the dinner was being served, there was a lot of apology. <laughs> I'm sorry. A lot of apology. Who made the turkey? I'm sorry. What a being casserole. Sorry about that. So I remember that. We going. tried to make turducken, but it exploded. I apologize. We oh. had a new plan. It didn't work. We're so sorry. More turd than duck. And that's right. Oh, no. <laughs> it's funny because I, too, don't have... Uh, I, you know, I've repressed a lot of memories from my childhood, too. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't really have a lot of Thanksgiving-specific memories. Because like I said, you know, we had it was me, my mom, and dad. And then Uncle Pat and Aunt Marlene would come over with Packy and Dennis, my two cousins, because we all lived here in L.A. And my mom liked to definitely cook. And she was a good cook. But I don't remember... I don't remember it being ever be you know there was never bad relatives around because Grandma Mary lived in New York far away. So. Oh, Grandma Mary, <laughs> yes, uh, the controversial, Mary, yeah. yes, but uh, but always entertaining. She uh, was the queen. I, mm-hmm. I understand the queen status of yeah. the relatives. Oh yes, she expected to be you know taken care of and all of that. Uh, but yeah, Thanksgiving, I don't, it was never a, a big deal. I mean, it was, I just remember that what I do remember about Thanksgiving was, uh, being a little kid and, and tracing my hand on a piece of paper to make a turkey. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you make a turkey. And then you color that in. And I remember being very proud about that and coloring that in and taking that home. I, a lot was of that my in your thirties tel- or yeah, yeah, uh, early thirties early, early. I had to do that in grade school. I remember doing that in grade school and bringing it home and my dad looking at it and going, ah, I don't think there's a living in it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though, because I, I, I do remember those, the, you know, you would do those little projects at school, you know, popsicle sticks and, and whatever, anything like that. And it was always that, you know, oh, taking it home and waiting for the <laughs> approval of yeah, the right. parents. And hoping, well, are they going to... Please, don't Wait, is that what was supposed to happen yeah, with those was, things? I know. Approval? Sorry, Dylan. I'm sorry. I'm the, sorry. the pasta shell. Yeah, pasta uh, shell. I love you on card. The uh, plate, on the paper plate. plate, yeah. <laughs> that is so unsanitary. That is so coming down. <laughs> <laughs> you got the, you got the three second rule on the fridge. And, and two, three, down. boom, off the fridge. Right. <laughs> this gallery will be closed. Sorry. <laughs> the fridge gallery is done. Uh, and I realized while we were jumping in here that um, I didn't actually let you know, you fine folks out there know who the fuck is in the studio today. <laughs> <laughs> voices in your head. It's just voices. And they're in actually, your head. these are all my voices. Uh, strangely, I'm learning to talk over myself these days. It's it's really a very cool thing I'm learning. <laughs> but it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's the usual suspects. We've got a Dylan Brody here. I'll uh, be playing the part of Dylan Brody. Yes. And we have Chris Bono. Dylan Brody will be sitting next to me playing the part of Dylan Brody. And then we have Rick Overton. Hello, kids. You know, I, you know these voices. I just got here. Oh, my God. What you kids been doing? <laughs> We're making shit up. Do I smell gravy? <laughs> <laughs> the fun thing about Thanksgiving these days is that um, I get to play Martha Stewart. I don't do that a lot. I'm not into the whole... I'm a very casual woman, mostly, but I love pulling the china out and and making a centerpiece. God damn. 
Damn it. Yeah. I'm going to make a centerpiece. You throw a proper bag. Kills me. Yes. <clears throat> it kills me. Um, so, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, so, I, and I, I just, I love the pictures that you guys painted of these families of yours. Um, you, oh, I just, it just popped in my head. Picture in my head was of, um, did you guys ever see the Mr. Bean where he's preparing a turkey? Do you know I want who to Mr. Say Bean yes, is? Yeah, I do know. <laughs> I don't know the turkey. I don't know that. Episode. Okay, everyone here who tonight, later on, and everyone listening, not during the show though, <clears throat> please. Oh, you can do it during the show. Google Mr. Bean Turkey Thanksgiving. I don't even know if it's Thanksgiving or not because I don't really have that in uh, England. But uh, probably the funniest fucking episode mm-hmm. of any Mr. Bean, and there are plenty of them. Funnier than changing his shorts within his pair of pants it, it, at once? It, uh, oh my god. I, I, it, may, it may be funnier than that. that it's, was some it's fine, one some of the fine most work. brilliant things. That's the like, Mad About You episode about Thanksgiving uh, it caused me and my wife to laugh so hard that to this day I just need to make reference to it and tears begin to flow from Rem- my wife. Remind me what that one was about. It, well, the family is coming. They're finally going to do – Jamie and, and Paul are finally going to handle the cooking and the having of the family over. Uh, but something goes wrong with the first turkey. So they have to distract the family while they go out and buy a new turkey. Right. And it, something goes wrong with that turkey. And at one point, Jamie is sneaking a turkey into the house – the third or fourth turkey at this point. And Paul has one group in the bedroom and someone has the other group in the kitchen to keep them all distracted. And as she comes in, they start to enter from both directions. She just hurls the turkey out the window. (laughs) (laughs) It is is split-second problem solving. It is comedic timing of unprecedented uh, genius. And it it was so shocking that we could not stop laughing. I think the final turkey winds up being eaten by Murray the dog. Of course. That was a consistently brilliant show, and oh, I, yeah. I don't think it gets talked about as much as any of the other ones do. But that Sein- was it was overshadowed by Seinfeld, yeah. if I remember correctly. And yeah. both of those guys have a little bit of the same kind of, you know, yeah. delivery. Yeah, the, the neurotic little, you know, yeah. Jewish gentleman thing going on. Uh, you know what I found out about Thanksgiving, <clears throat> and you know, because I was thinking about the original holiday and the tradition of that, and the pilgrims and all of that. Bullshit they teach us at school. As a holiday, it came way after the pilgrims. Way after, way after. But there was some like sense of Thanksgiving or whatever. But a- anyway, my favorite thing was I was Googling uh, the meaning of the holiday. And the very first thing that came up in Google was uh, a link to Rush Limbaugh's take on it. <laughs> 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 Which um, <clears throat> I find out is that uh, the real story, the real lesson of the, the pilgrims uh, is that so Socialism doesn't work. Uh, oh, you didn't According that? to Rush Limbaugh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My friends. Because, the thing because, is, yeah. because what had happened was, I guess, uh, this particular religious sect that was uh, doing this experiment here in America, they had decided that everyone would pool their resources and there would be no individualism in the uh in 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 the group and so if so there was really no one like there was one guy in charge of the thing and no one else could be in charge of well are the plants doing well how's the corn doing all of that kind of stuff and um so they had centralized it all into this one guy and um but everyone had to pool their William resources William Bradford is that right I, I think, think it was Bradford. Bradford yeah and um or and, Bradley Whitford and, Bradley Whitford and, and, Bradley I Whitford. love his work <laughs> Wait Aaron no Rockovich. Uh, <laughs> uh so and and so I guess what happened was because of this uh they were all starving 
this is my take on it. So, so this just this one incident shows that capitalism for sure, socialism it doesn't work because they needed to be saved by the Indians who had a functioning communism. Right, exactly. Yeah, which right. is this is the confusing part. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I don't think. Um, yeah. Yes, I want to see these guys. The Indians tracks. were market capitalists by any stretch of the imagination and it's hard not yeah. to hear his voice when you're reading it oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah and um and and the fact that they've made this connection with thanksgiving i just like really this is they take every moment of every part of the year to take a, you know to take apart the well, other they, the other side's they, agenda they celebrate spite's giving <laughs> 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 and it's a very special holiday for the tea party where uh we uh we kill a live bird at the table and then <laughs> we belittle anyone who winces winces, and you all have to start your own separate fires and cook whatever you can rip off of the central bird <laughs> while we while we fight each other with those two pronged forks for the two, two because that's get the, the American pronger, way that's and right. you stab it yeah you devil oh you devil <laughs> and uh and whoever survives obviously was intended by god to survive that's yes. precisely the tradition <laughs> Christmas was just a government uh, representation. Santa Claus was a government uh, entity giving out purpose, dispersing welfare to everyone and granting their every wish. Everyone wants something free. <laughs> Chris, that's creepy that you did that really well. Yeah. Oh, that I, guy, I've, got a, I've got a knack for voices, even though this one's probably four people mixed into it. I believe there. Limbaugh's Somewhere. four people. Alex Jones as well. As, <laughs> oh, it's fitting. That's, that's okay. You could m- m- Mesh, mesh those two together, right. definitely. The president was dressed, it was in a dress <laughs> around an effigy carving of a duck. What, Alex? <laughs> and Hollywood celebrates shits giving. Shits giving. Where for one day we give a shit. Oh, oh nice. no. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I've almost got a functioning nervous system today. (laughs) I've almost got a soul. Those poor, poor people. Twelve midnight ding. (sighs) I call it one real good meal a year living. (laughs) (laughs) One good. good. That's not correct. basic meal. One basic. A full meal. A full meal. A hearty, wonderful... Hmm. <laughs> and a hearty wonderful mmm to you too. Thank sir. you. A hearty wonderful mmm. <laughs> I think that's what you do. I wish you a hearty wonderful mmm. <laughs> you know, you're throwing away Wendy's slogans like they're just made of paper. You know, you should be selling these. I don't know why you're, you're throwing right. that you're away. You're right. I need someone to manage I, me. I'm seeing the billboard as I drive by. <laughs> as we drive home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is that, how's it going? Mm. A hearty wonderful mmm mm. to yeah. you too. Hey, I could go for one of those. It sounds like something a Mel Brooks would character would say <laughs> uh th- that's all i have to say about that um uh i don't uh, here's what here's what i love about america here you know what i you know what <laughs> well, <on second> <laughs> wait i can't think of anything wait, never Moving mind, on. Wait. Never mind. I, I, I can't remember that thought uh <laughs> i love the indians Yes, they're so nice. They're very nice. They, <laughs> they they seem to be good with iconographic marks on themselves. <laughs> yes, it's all they're good at. It's possibly could be at. Oh my lord! Uh, I like that uh, an Indian group came out in favor of Thanksgiving uh, because there's some people that are really you know see it as. A representation of the genocide of the... Well, it's certainly a reminder. Certainly a reminder. Yeah, right. uh, you know, if you've read any Howard Zinn, uh, you would know that. Uh, 
because of the, the whole first mm. chapters about that. But um, send me a link. I remember being so proud when I was in college, and you know, on Columbus Day, getting all you know, marching with the students against the genocide day. I, you know, it's just. Was, anyway, um, but I like that these these Native Americans came out and are are now part of the Macy's Day Parade. That's how much wow. they're in support of the basic things. I, I mean, love because, that even people on this coast call it the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, it right. is. It is. It is the Macy's sure. Day Parade. Sure. But it's. We'll talk, I got. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Macy's it. Day Parade in a moment. But what I like about this guy is that he talks about it because. Um, he says it blends perfectly with the tradition that they already have, which for them was uh, a Thanksgiving type of harvest meal that they would have mm-hmm. every right. year. Yeah. You know, so they were, these are the, you know, so I don't yeah. know where I stand with this anymore is what I'm saying. I'm so confused. People are telling me how to feel about it and I don't know how to feel. This is my issue with Thanksgiving. I only recently realized that I was capable of feeling gratitude mm-hmm. because as a child, everyone kept saying, you have to say what you're thankful for. And you're, as a kid, I had no sense of gratitude. All I had was uh-huh. everything sucks and nobody likes me and I get beaten up on the way home from school. I don't know how to answer this question. And I, you know, I was way too self-involved through most of my – and so it became habit. Yeah, and I went through most of my adulthood going. I'm, I'm just, I'm a psychopath. I don't, I have no gratitude. I have no empathy. I have no idea how to feel this thing. And recently, I've gone. Oh, I kind of feel grateful for some things. <laughs> well, that's a. And now, how do I express that without being one of those douches that I used to hate when I couldn't feel anything? Yeah. Use your words, Dylan. <laughs> Use your words. Yes. What possible way could I, could wordsmith, I, Dylan, Dylan express it? Find words and phrases. Maybe I'll hum. Mm. Perhaps I have to hum. Yeah, you know, sometimes at the beginning when we're learning to feel something, humming works better that's than That's why anything. I say, how hard it gets. But Dylan, as a psychologist, I'm fascinated that you've just recently been able to connect to gratitude. And gratitude happens to be the topic today. So I want to know, like, (laughs) what this is Well, it's not like it came up by chance. We were discussing it when I... But I I love how you went into your psychiatrist or psychology voice. My voice, yes. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) And caller number six, no. And, uh, but, so I wanted to, like, because I know, I'm assuming that you have been able to feel gratitude your whole life, but maybe you didn't identify it as gratitude. Well, maybe. It's hard to, if I couldn't identify it, then I don't know how to sort of go back retroactively and see where it was. Well, if you watch the movie Defending Your Life, you'll have that opportunity where they will just replay it for you (laughs) and examine every moment. In fact, right now we have clip number one. That's right. (laughs) Let's take a look. Oh, God, turn that one off. No, no, no. You'll get the You'll get the truth. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll get the true meaning of it. I feel really good about that other part I said where I, I realized that I was actually speaking in the defense of something. Wrap it up. <laughs> What's that you're eating there? You don't want to know. Such a great film. Oh, you're curious. That's cute. So, Dylan, what are you grateful for these days? Uh, wow. Uh, I get to do what I want to do for a living. Yes. Uh, I have a wife who supports me so that sometimes when I can't make a living at it, I'm not starving and, you know, I can pay the mortgage. Uh, I have two beautiful dogs that adore me regardless of what a jerk I am. (laughs) 
I finally found a circle of people who seem to be able to tolerate me as I am without me pretending I'm stupider than I am. Really? Would you introduce us to them? Uh, they, they all hang out at your place. Oh. Oh, well, you're the... not there. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, they're there right now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, no, it, it, I mean, it, I've sort of, at almost 50, I've finally found myself in a world that I enjoy much of the time. Uh, and is I'm it incredibly grateful fantastic? for that. It really is, people. You, Speak people, up. You, yeah. <laughs> what I said was Would you like some grapefruit? Grapefruit. <laughs> Where did this file go when I downloaded it? Where is it? Where is the button there? What do you hit for that? What do you hit? <laughs> is there a button you hit? A toggle? I need a knob. Where's the knob? Just give me my Sony Walkman back. Give it back yeah. to me. Give it back, give it back. <laughs> Don't take it away from me. Uh, wow. Um, I'm I'm happy for you, Dylan. Well, thank you. That you're able to... Uh, because for me, I know... Like, when I started studying Tibetan or just Zen Buddhism and, and sitting and going to Buddhist retreats and learning about... Um, just loving kindness, the concept of loving kindness, and opening my heart in that way. And watch it—you're going to be a socialist. I, it already yeah. happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, and you know because my whole life, a lot of my life, you know, different than yours, but a lot of my life was like feeling like, um, you know, oh, I missed my chance, or this happened to me, or I can't get a break, or I don't know, or I'm just confused. I, I have any, I'm having panic attacks, and I can't leave the house, and. You know, have you been reading I, my journal. I have been, yeah. yes. and and I just I had a lot of victim thing going on. That was my that was my pathology. I'm the victim. No one loves me, and no one wants to do anything for me. Gee, why don't you fucking do something for yourself? Uh, <laughs> but when I started sitting with that and sitting in a different way and and practicing meditation for me, that was my doorway, and got to experience. Well, that's like my ode here. You know, like just. Breathing in, breathing out. I mean, that learning to focus on that and to to be to really get like, wow, I'm fucking breathing right now. Like that's, mm. you know, there's something about gratitude that, uh, man, it just it makes the whole world uh, really. I mean, and this sounds so freaking sappy, but the whole world such a perfect fucking place. Yeah, I I <laughs> suspect that part of my transition began when I went into martial arts. Yeah. And, Started meditating regularly mm-hmm. and began listening to my breath and uh, and as an, as as an asthmatic mm. to be able to control my breath as an mm. adult was a change. Yeah, but also I, my parents genuinely believed that if you gave value to anything that you received, then you were setting yourself up for a letdown. Oh, and they taught wow. me that in no I, only in my family do we say this too shall pass when we hear there's good news. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um yeah. Like um so yeah, that would set you up for being terrified. It was of, very of gratitude. Difficult. It was even. very difficult to feel grateful for anything, yeah. to feel pleasure in anything, mm. to the other see shoe hope will drop, in anything. Yeah, the other exactly. shoe will drop. Well, yeah. exactly. What shoes? Right. Whose shoes are these? What is one holding dropping. the other one up for a race? It's the and one, go. It's the ones on those wires you see when you drive around. Those are the shoes that will 
drop. Okay. Yeah, right on the, on the telegraph. <laughs> on the telegraph. <laughs> the telegraph wire. Yeah, exactly. The telegraph wire. We're so quick. out. Stop. <laughs> I'm Herbert George Wells. <laughs> And I made the horrid mistake of coming to 2013. <laughs> We're so sorry. Yes. As soon as I left my time machine, it has been stripped. <laughs> yeah. Let me talk of to him. For copper. Yes, <laughs> and critical parts, and now I'm stuck here. Let me talk to him. I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> so what part of England are you from? I don't recognise you unless you're crying. All right, then. <laughs> Why Bruce, are you crying, Michael? Bruce, Every possible I, chance you have on the Batman movie. I tried to protect you, Bruce. <laughs> I feel like I've got one more in me. Do it. <laughs> All right, print it. Print it. Print it. Right, right. One more for the blooper. Send Michael home. Send Michael home. One more for the blooper. <laughs> yeah, so so gratitude is this really... Uh, that's so fascinating, though. I totally understand. Well, And the shoe, the other shoe dropping thing. Like, mm-hmm. I can be grateful for this long, and I can breathe in my good luck or good fortune or whatever, or if I made something happen, whatever it is, but um, don't get too big for your, mm, your, your britches, your britches, young yeah. lady. That was my thing. My, my dad was always like, make sure we're humble. You know, we come from humble beginnings and even though we have this great life and this is all lucky and da, 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 da don't get too big for your britches. And so yeah. I was always like, okay, well, I just won't get big at all. I'll just barely fill out my britches. Yeah. What are britches? <laughs> I don't even know what britches are. Well, Considering how big he got. Yeah. Yeah. I think for him, he was always, uh, you know, he had that that white man guilt. He did. Mm-hmm. He really did. He had the white man guilt. He spoke of it. And yes. And so I think for him, he, it was his way of balancing that. Uh, but there was no healthy. I don't think we're taught a healthy gratitude. Because everything is, uh, there's, it's more. You can't of a, be taught in this culture. You can't be taught a healthy gratitude in this culture because then you'll stop needing the yes. next immediate purchase. Thing. Our, exactly. Our so you're being bred and trained to not be grateful for anything you have. So it's I don't need this. I need what's the next thing yes. I look on the TV and it's, I see. Yeah. And that's exactly right. And our entire economic structure is based on <laughs> consumerism, which yeah. is all based on the concept of unlimited natural resources yes. that don't yeah. exist. And, and yeah, yes, right. and a constant state yeah, of dissatisfaction. Yeah. So if you're constantly dissatisfied, how could you we're possibly doing, be grateful? We're being <laughs> bred. We're being, we, we don't realize we're being pen bred. Yeah. With certain traits that the normal version of this animal oh, should not possess. And, and let me tell you, it goes beyond just being bred in that way but truly uh there's a great book by a guy named peter wybrow who it's called american mania and his thesis is that the people who populated the white people the Mm -hmm. anglo-saxons and all the people from europe who populated america are the people who were willing to let go of everything they had and go into the complete unknown because they wanted the big thing they wanted mm-hmm. the big payoff they they weren't getting it back in europe they weren't getting it in england and it wasn't just about religion but it was about all the people who came to hunt the beavers and to and to grow the tobacco buffalo, skin buffalo and, whatever yeah. it was but it was all about the big score and what's Gold. around the next corner and manifest destiny right. and so these are the people who were willing to let go of everything they knew and loved to get on a boat in the 1700s and 1600s and 1800s 
crazy talk and go to a land where nothing was established, really. We are a nation of compulsive gamblers. Yes, we uh, are. We are a nation of compulsive gamblers. Next big thing. So, yes, the next big thing. So, no wonder we're so hungry for what is next. Have to have the shiniest, newest things. thing. That's great. And part of, part of my ability to feel gratitude now is when I gave up the idea that I was going to hit it big, mm-hmm. that I was going to make a killing, yes. and started accepting that it was kind of cool to make a living. Yes. And if you go and if you look at the, the rest of the population of this earth, and just the fact that we were all born in America in the 20th century, we are some of the luckiest spermazoa egg combination <laughs> on the planet. Right. And that itself, we don't... And we taste salty. <laughs> but according to new uh, st- uh, new study, uh, it's actually good for us. So there you and go. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's all you know in order to the science. It all makes sense that it's all it's works all out. Perfectly makes sense. I like that the the prayer of uh, everyone, like you know the the religious families holding hands at the dinner table saying uh, it's time to give thanks for how nothing is not enough mm. let's thank you let's thank, let's thank uh, the lord for the fact that we're still striving for more <laughs> <laughs> it is it's I mean, such it's, a mixed message yeah. it really really is and it's, yeah it's yeah. like santa drinking a coke mm. on your sofa <laughs> when there's all these other kids waiting on him yeah he looks like he's getting shit fast. Like he's tall. He tipped the little soft coke. flask into the coke. <laughs> right. His face is like way too red. And it's a cubicle. He's way break. too happy for that amount of work. Yeah, we're getting fed a lot of double standards mm-hmm. in one picture. And yeah. the whole point is to no longer notice it and simply accept it. Because then your double standard machine is shut down. Yeah. And, and so when you feel gratitude and really, you know, like you were saying, Dylan, like, uh, part, part of the gratitude is accepting what is and and where we are, no matter what. There's mm-hmm. like the, the 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 ability to move striving out of the picture for a moment, and be with what is, mm-hmm. and be grateful for it. I mean, one of the great practices I learned at the retreats was to look at our plate of food and imagine all of the people mm-hmm. that had to touch some part of that meal in order to bring it to your plate, starting with. The people that planted the seed, picked it, <laughs> drove it, the person who put the gas in the truck. I mean, it's endless. It's uh, an awesome meditation as long as you're not a germaphobe. Yes, that's true. And if you're Howie Mandel, you're screwed. <laughs> Wait, how many people touched my food? How many people touched my food? <laughs> Let alone if you have any kind of a guilty conscience and thinking, I'll never be able to pay all these people back right. for that work that they did. But if you take a moment and really uh, sit with and appreciate, you know, thank the cow mm. for the milk mm-hmm. or whatever it is or the, the chicken for its life. Um, it's like this – it's so interesting, this space that – opens up inside of your being. I just thanked my car for give, for the noise that it made to remind me that the light was on. That's before, wonderful. <laughs> before I got I out, I was like, I got out of the car and heard, ding, ding, ding. I was like, thanks. <laughs> Cut it off. <laughs> All right. I was like, holy God, that, you know. I, but I remember at one point or another trying to incorporate and embrace the, uh, being grateful. And I guess it's to, on some level habitual yeah. now. But I also think sometimes when we're talking about learning gratitude, no matter how much by rote you're taught it as a child 
uh, somewhere when you're out on your own you, or even when you're out on your own in the middle of like the schoolyard and get beaten up and then go to like, well, at least I can go back to my family and I got a room, you know, that, that, that list. And that book I just started that reading. Book started, they'll never understand Apparently it, which you is haven't good met for my me. family. Uh, I've heard <laughs> about them. I'm, I get beaten in the schoolyard and go, oh, great, now I have to go back to my family. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, crap, they're done you hitting me. Dylan, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that uh, in comparison that I had mine, and, and they were a big mess of God knows what as well. When I teach martial arts, I, I close each session with a meditation. Um, I, close my I one love this show, meditation. Uh, more arts, less martial, I close mm-hmm, with the meditation mm-hmm. as well. Yes. And right at the beginning of the meditation, uh, one of the first images I bring up is, listen to your breath. This sound has been with you from the moment of your birth. It will be with you to the moment of your death. As long as you can find this sound, regardless of whatever else is going on, things are pretty much okay. (laughs) And that simple thought, the idea that I can Mm -hmm. find that sound, Mm -hmm. that's still with me. I've got that. I like that. Mm -hmm. So much. And it just, it centers you, it reminds you of where you are right this minute. Right in this moment. It's my center just kicked right in and... Yeah, it's true. It's it's a it huge is. thing. Everything is okay. Well, and and you know what's so interesting because I know before I studied mindfulness stuff, and you know I was a jumble of panic and anxiety and all and depression and all that stuff. And um, the thought of slowing down enough to follow my breath—that thought itself was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then to find that. To have the courage to do that in your life, to have the courage to set aside five minutes where you're not doing anything, where there's no noise around you, where you're not moving, you're not planning, and you're just focusing on your breath, even if it's just five minutes, that can open a whole new universe in your life that, you know, gratitude is just one small part of it, but it's... It's, you know, that thing, all those books I read in the 80s during the New Age movement, you know, and oh, so wanting, I just want to find the secret to this, this. That's the actual secret. That's what they're trying to teach you for the last, you know, that's what the perennial wisdom is about. It that, resets your nervous system. It when does. When you give it a, the right amount of oxygen, it just, it's like soft resets your computer and mm. it comes up where all, it takes all the glitches out and the spinning wheels. Yeah, well, because yeah. you reset to center. The the huh. brain itself uh without meditation does not erase useless information mm, it huh. never it never lets go of contradictory pieces of information shit that you learned when you were a kid that right. doesn't make any sense when you mm-hmm. put it up against stuff you learned in college right, right. it's all still there rubbing up against each other going creating, but it's all true creating it's all anxiety true. and depression and, right. um, uh, and when you meditate exactly. when you slow down and listen to your breath and really take the time to just for a few minutes a day get into that place it seeks out all those little things and throws away the useless information and hangs and it can tell which is the good stuff and mm. which is the bad it spam sweeps you and it, yeah and it and it chooses <laughs> uh, my master used to say you every day you mm. brush your teeth every day brush your brain brush your brain every day brush your brain you know it's hard and medium or soft bristle so which minty. bristle do we use for that one <laughs> then he'd whack you in the back of he the would, head. you know oh that like hurt that whack me like oh, a rat I understand hit you on the head with a stick well and here's a little I just was looking down at my quotes my, uh, my quotes that I have here for the day and this is a Nigerian proverb Hasa Give thanks for a little, and you will find a lot. I mean, that's exactly what we were just talking about. I just read that that's, before we came here and uh, thanked my car. Yeah, you did thank your car. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Car. Gratitude is just like, it's the other option besides bitterness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like light and dark. 
Yeah. It's one and, of those polarity things, and you know, bitter might be interesting when you're in college. Ooh, what is he so bitter about? Well, What's it, the it, mystery? It, but it once can, you, it can fuel you. Bitterness yeah, can fuel you. Yeah, but once <laughs> you good. once you get some gray in your hair and you're that bitter, no one gives a <laughs> shit what you're bitter about. You are finished. It's you are true. done. <laughs> Irrelevantized yourself. Yeah. Right. Ooh, why is an angry old guy talking to me? Yeah. Bye bye. Bitter is uh, bitter. Yeah, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it leaves a bad. Taste it has no in your sexy, mouth. Uh, yeah. a mitigating factor to it. After that, you're through. So you got You better work on the one thing that's going to probably keep you alive. After that, yeah, and it's, it's practical. And it, you know, some mm. people, some people, I think the bitter, you know, that that edge of it, where or the victim mentality too. You know, it's like, well, you know, it, it's such a, it's a sense of power in those positions. And people mm. think, well, you know, if I if I'm grateful and I open up my heart in this way, then I'll just become a doormat, or you know, I won't have any. Uh, power to do anything and it's like actually it's pretty spectacular how it really works in the opposite and direction. you're more fun to hang out with a lot more people yeah. are more likely to bring you into the office if yeah. you're fun to hang out with <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> and that serves capitalism see we just full circle that's, right there that's the whole Limbaugh, program so. that they've been putting into us for that <laughs> gratitude <laughs> it's a construct to keep up capitalism yeah, see? Yeah. See? Huh, huh? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, bef- uh, we've got a few more minutes here. I want to discuss something of great import. When did the Macy's Day Parade become such a fucking piece of shit to watch on TV? What what year did that happen? Have you have you guys have you guys tuned in the, recently? No. It is here is the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade. The whole point of it now is we're going. It's 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 one little section, and they have all these cameras on. And then Broadway shows come and do their hokey little version of the parade the version show. of some right. thing, and and it's you know and it's awkward and it's freezing and they're bad. There's bad lip syncing going on. Right. Always was. <sighs> You grew up. Oh shit! <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. You know, <laughs> and it, it, it's, maybe tr- maybe because they try to be so slick about it now. Maybe back then it was just hokey, hokey, hokey. It was you? hokey. We just you weren't as sophisticated, yeah. and you weren't going, "Wow, that is some hokey crap." Oh, you were going, so bad. "Oh, the Oklahoma float was beautiful, yeah, man." There's, there's no, <laughs> they don't even stick to like the floats and stuff like that. You know, I mean, the whole point of it as a kid was, you know, so you could see Underdog, the big. That was it for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like seeing the big big balloons. balloons. I imagined riding on them. Oh. That was like my whole thing with it. That was all I thought. That's so cool. Ooh, I could ride. It's so big. I could just sit on top of it. Why don't they have someone sitting on top of it, man? That'd be very cool. They let go. It would just be Snoopy over the city. Yes. Yeah. That's right. I like let the, him fly. I like let the him year fly. when the weather kicks up, you know, and they <laughs> and you know it's a little a little dicey are, are getting they past lose the streetlights. Right. Snoopy right. this year, right? Oh my God. right. Seven dead in Scooby Doo tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian fighters were scrambled to shoot down <laughs> S- Snoopy with a child hanging off of it. Froze, and he was kid was already dead. Yeah, don't worry about that. at this altitude. You know, kids just stuck to the rope. <laughs> oh right. my god that's funny that's good um here's some uh, i'll just read some nice quotes for you nice people mm. out there uh albert schweitzer each of us has caused oh at times our own light goes out and is rekindled by a spark from another person each of us has cause to think with deep gratitude of those who have lighted the flame within us 
Amen to that. <laughs> My therapist is Dr. Jamie Schweitzer, and when she says anything particularly insightful, I say, thank you, Dr. Schweitzer, and then go on with the session. <laughs> That's hysterical. I love that. I just want to Thank see, you, yeah. Dr. Schweitzer. I just want to see someone named Albert Schweinstein. 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 <laughs> Schwein with the schwa. Pink, pink rock. I like the schwa sound. Schwa. 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 You just schwa. like that. You just schweitzer schwa sound. The schwa sound. So even in this uh, 2013 uh, rabble-rousing, uh, hysterical, climate-changing tea partying uh, thing we call the world, um, there's there's a lot to be grateful for. And I think we forget that, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, the news's job isn't to tell us the good news, obviously. It's to tell us <laughs> the shit we should be worrying about or distracting ourselves with. What's wrong with Obamacare now? <laughs> the, hey, the Pacific Ocean is radioactive. <laughs> news at 11. <laughs> yes. Yay! But I was on, um, I do this thing called Talkers, which I know some of you have done. Uh, How's it going? It's going fun. It's great. Tell it's the time. The way of the future. It is. It is. It's a weird medium thing and we're typing and everything, but I did a talk with Howard Bloom the other night and uh, he's been on the show here a couple of times. And this man's just a great thinker and he is so optimistic about innovation in the future and uh really believes in what you know the this country sells in that way that you know in, in this country we have this ability to think big and think about possibility which is also part of our genetics those genetics i talked about earlier um and i just it would just he just reset for me something because you know you just get so you look at your Twitter feed, and you just want to, you know, freaking bang your phone on your head half the time. So uh, I just, you know, there's some amazing things that, I mean, okay, we'll just uh, just start with the fact that um, we're breathing today. That's the first thing, the gratitude of that. And, uh, and, and I'm grateful that... Um, the voice is on. I'm, I'm really enjoying that right now. Ah. <laughs> I'm grateful for Netflix. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so grateful Netflix. for Netflix. I can't believe I haven't done this joke yet. I get to do it every year, and I haven't remembered yet this year. Oh, good. We should all be grateful that at that very first Thanksgiving, everyone ignored the one wise old Native American woman who kept saying, don't feed them. If you feed them, they'll never leave. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder just if back, like the pigeons. I wonder. If, I wonder if back then it was like the the mom would yell out to the kids, "Stop what, looking at stop looking at that cave painting. And come back in here. <laughs> Leave the settlers alone. Leave, Leave the, the settlers alone. Stop poking at them. They'll live or they'll die. Leave them alone. <laughs> Do not take a blanket from them. <laughs> Don't take you... a blanket from them. Don't take a turkey to them. Just <laughs> Leave them alone. Stop making corn husk dolls and get back in here. You know what's cool? Turkeys really turkeys really do gobble. Yes, yes they do. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> it sounds just like that. And they're really dumb. They get stuck up in trees all the time. They don't really fly. It's pretty funny. Boy, it I can't almost believe... seems genetically bred to be this tiny, minimum, you know, one volt battery. Pretty, running yeah, this well, giant that little head of there is, meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt it. Minimizing yeah. the amount of you know yeah. overhead for the brain there, for the amount of food that it's just, <laughs> exactly. uh, this giant sphere on this long tube. You know, <laughs> good job, Cosmos. Thank you for the turkey. Yeah. Well done on that part. Well done. <laughs> Poor thing. Uh, and I'm uh, thankful for um, gravy in the jar. 
Because making Ooh. gravy is a pain in the ass. I'm sorry. I, I'm willing to go gravy in the jar. Oh, send me to who? What company makes the best? There's well, you know, if you do go to the Whole Foods or one of those organic-y places, they've got a couple of good ones. But you know, my favorite is my local chicken place, Dinah's Fried Chicken. Oh That's God, yes. Gravy you should. I'm, you're so evil to have turned me on to that place. It is very evil. I'm so sorry. That's for so doing good. That to you. It's I so love good. chicken. I love it. I'm grateful for Southern diamonds. fried, breaded, oh, it's full of gluten. Just oh my god! Yeah, I'm sorry about much that, So, um, so yeah. So as we um, end this year, this 2013, um, what what is it that America can be grateful for? Hmm. That hmm? affordable care. Yes, has gotten to a lot of people who finally did get a shot. You know, this is a great people exercise. People will be getting in, health insurance. This is a great exercise in being grateful when someone else got something. Yeah, yeah. That's the way bigger picture is not just for us. And I know that's hard for us in America too. Yeah, that's right. Yes. You know, we're not trained to think in terms of that many other people. Yes, that's we want our share. Upon. We want our share. Yeah, it's so funny. <clears throat> they use the word. What a weird use of the word share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great rick yeah theft yeah that's my share yeah i even stole the meaning of the word fucker yeah <laughs> what you gonna do about it yeah that's good you know what i'm grateful that something that happened this year uh this is a strange thing but um the network uh al jazeera america uh, because they're showing that real journalism isn't dead. You watch that channel and you're like, oh, people actually know how to report a story still and have a discussion hmm. that isn't about only one side. <laughs> or entertainment. <laughs> or entertainment. Yes, yeah, thank right, you. Right. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's given me some hope for, um, for that segment of our culture. Uh, it, it just, I'm... I'm shocked and surprised and grateful that they've actually – thank God for that sheik. I'm grateful for that sheik's got a lot of money and he's he's doing the Al Jazeera America. I hope, yeah. I hope his money lasts for another year. RT is pretty good. What is? RT. RT? Russia Today. Oh, yes, they are. They are actually, yeah, yeah. which is strange they're thinking getting, about – They're up there with BBC. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, although BBC has gotten starting to yeah, murder, they're murdocking out it there is, too. Right? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, that's why I like to get my news from the Onion. Yeah, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> well done. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's all I got. It's wonderful. The produce section. One of my favorites from that during the Bush years was uh, today. The president was found running out into the front lawn, completely naked, saying, "I don't want to take a shower." <laughs> AIDS <laughs> running after him. Say, come back in, Miss Prison. <laughs> With a large towel trying to coax him back in. Okay, come on. Come I don't want to take a bath. I don't want to take a bath. The editors of The Onion were interviewed on NPR a couple of years ago, and they were asked if there were ever any uh, headlines that they decided that they couldn't run, that mm. just went too far. And my favorite of those, and they had a whole list of them that they hadn't run, but was right after 9 11. Uh, America unharmed by terrorist attacks, say authorities at the Quadragon. <laughs> oh! <laughs> wow! Oh, Jesus. Oh. Yeah, that would have been too soon. I'm guessing that would have been too soon. Maybe, but it's genius. But it is. And as a sufferer of comedy Tourette's, I approve of too yeah. soon. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too soon is good. I'm grateful for too soon. Yeah. Or not too soon. Too soon or not too soon? That is the question. 
I'm grateful for you, Kel. Oh, Rick. You thank too. you. You too, Dylan. Well, thank Bonds. you, Rick. I'm grateful that I found my people. I know. Yeah. I love that, that uh, you know, you, you, you stray away from your family, go pursue your career goals, and then you build a family. Yeah. You start but building it, a family over it time. It takes a while. You've got to hang out with a lot of assholes yeah. for a while before yeah. you find the right people, particularly if you're doing coke. <laughs> Oh, you got to marry an asshole, particularly when you're doing coke. Yeah, (laughs) there's an extended family, then there's distended family. Distended family. That's after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're all distended. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, community is a good thing. It is a really, really great until they turn on you. What? Oh, the other shoe. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, kids. My own personal other shoe just dropped. My own personal other shoe. <laughs> there it is. I've been looking everywhere for it. All these people helped me get a hip, and then one day they're going to say, he didn't do enough. He didn't use that hip correctly. He's just, he's got talent, but he's not doing a damn thing with it. Screw him and my $27. We want the hip back. Give it back. Take Give it the back. hip out. The collective. Suddenly it's on a British television series. Who was it that said I cried and, uh, I cried because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet, and then I thought maybe he had some shoes he could sell me? Who was that? I think it was Lenny Bruce, wasn't it? Was it? I, think it I don't know like where that. it Yeah, yeah. He also, by the way, he said on the Steve Allen show, he said, uh, I remember getting in trouble for, at school for saying that Columbus was a fink. <laughs> so that goes that, back that far. Wow. Yeah. Fink oh. was a word a back fink. in those days. Oh, I'd yeah. see it in Mad Magazine all the time. Fink. Oh, yeah. yeah. My dad would fink. say, you never be a fink. Never be a fink. Don't be kid. a fink. Don't be a fink. Yeah, he'll do that rat. voice, Kelly. But see, this was my always uh, <laughs> question about this. So you can never be a fink, but what if the priest is diddling you? Are you supposed to be a fink then? Uh, then you get to be a rat. Oh, okay. You got to be a rat. Because he's the fink. <laughs> I'm so confused. Is it rat? Is it rat fink? You got a or is rat it just fink? on the fink. Rat on the fink. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the verb? Which is the noun? I'm so confused. Yeah. <sighs> okay, yes. All right, you fine human beings out there. Um, uh, we have done all we can to chew, masticate, and spit up. I'm the- sorry, was I masticating? <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> Again, mm. I will be talking to Dr. Schweitzer about that. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Schweitzer. <laughs> she calls me after every single one of these shows. Um, thank you, Rick, for everything you do thank on, you. On, on, on every level. Thank you for your friendship and your, your humor and your fantastically twisted in just the right way mind. Thank you. Yes. It's a Philly pretzel. (laughs) (laughs) And it exudes warmth in the same way. It does. It does. And you don't even need mustard. No, just mustard. as is, my None friend. None at all. And 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 Rick, where are you? Are you have anything to p- promote this week? I know your podcast. How's your, who's who's your some of your newest guests you have on your podcast? Uh, Jim Meskimen was just on. And who's that? Uh, one of the great impressionists of all time. Mm, cool. Listen to him uh, do Tommy Lee Jones doing Shakespeare. Oh, it's like wow. la- laser perfect. Wow. Uh, smart, wonderful stuff. Oh, I mean, he fun. does Ron Howard. Oh, he I does a lot of people that you've never cool. heard anyone do. So oh, good. It's great, great stuff. And uh, so I'm doing a show this uh, Saturday uh-huh. that will be um, helping to get consciousness out about Cindy Sheehan running for governor. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Uh, so it'll be in the afternoon on Saturday out by the water. Oh. So, guys, look it up on Facebook, Cindy Sheehan event out there, and come on out. Oh, beautiful. 
Oh, that's very cool. Hmm. That's fantastic. And Chris Bono, thank you so much for your uh, your just lovely, more than twisted. Mm. I mean, Rick's got a slightly twisted mind, but you, darling, you are. I don't. Some of those dark corners, mm-hmm. you go around, and then you come back with things there, and we're like. How did he come? What? Where did he find that? I lived with Dylan Brody for a year. <laughs> <laughs> taught me about the darkness. I see. But no, thank you very I much. I see. I'm surprised by it daily. I love it. It's just, you make me smile. Are you doing any more of your uh, little web series episodes? Um, I am, I'm concocting one. Oh, I have, good. I've got a new team of people that are going to help me, and they actually shot uh, a Doritos commercial. Are they real people? Or are they <laughs> yes, they're real. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter at this point. Kelly's help. It's, I've been able to have the voices talk to each other and then discern between the ones that are three-dimensional in front of me that I have tactile sensation by touching. But, um, uh, yeah, so we're, I'm working on it. Oh, good. I'm deciding whether it should be all about movement or turn into something, into something else because of uh, you know my ambulatory nature now. Yes. Um, or my improved hip. ambulatory. Um, but uh, I'm doing, I am doing a show at Muse on 8th, Saturday at 7.30. Um, I never know what I'm going to be presenting, mm-hmm. but it's a chance for me to speak freely, um, perhaps um, turn something into a, a nicely written piece, yeah. um, or just toss some ideas out and tell little stories. I'm learning about my creative process for the writing as a result of it. Oh, cool. Um, and so- I'm doing some stand-up in the next couple of weeks at various places oh, as good. well. Oh, so. good. Wonderful. I'm so glad you're up and about and back in the game. I want to do more. I want to do more. I know. Where's the dough? Oh, I already had that. The leg works. Get on it. Get out there. <laughs> That's kind of how it worked. <laughs> I swear to God. Like the, I got I, For those of you who don't know, I got like some dough. That, for, the community came out, helped me get a hip, and the money ran out mm-hmm. just in time for me to be <laughs> walking, walking without a cane. Right. And I got nothing but bookings of all different kinds in one way or another where suddenly I'm up in front of people for five nights in a row doing stand-up. Oh, that's great. Cane gone. Well, I'm at the Arclight doing a performance with one of the – And right. painting, painting huge things, you know. So yeah. I'm on I'm, – I'm, I'm moving forward and I'm grateful and, for it. And they can check out your painting stuff at – well, uh, there's a uh, at Shea Magazine. There's a nice piece on on my work. It's s h e a magazine dot com, and there's an article about uh, about my my work. Oh, nice! Um, with a good twelve pieces, and the new ones you can find if you become one of my Facebook book friends. Oh, really. good, yeah. wonderful! That's great. I'm going to check out that piece. Yeah. I'm so excited! <laughs> Look at his stuff on, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. You get to see it kind of at its beginnings, and then you know the stuff I'm working on. It's really good. Oh yeah, it's amazing stuff. Thank and, you, Kelly. And Mr. Dylan, uh, I want to thank you for all your support that you've given me. Thank you for uh, having me on your show, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Always, always. And I want to thank you for calling me up and reading me things when you need. Oh, thank you for letting me call <laughs> you and read you <laughs> things. I love being the listener. It's I part of my a... rehearsal process. I know, cause... and I, I'm honored that I'm on the list. Oh, uh, shucks. Yeah, yeah. And. Um, I know you don't have a lot going on this week, Dylan, but I know <laughs> something is happening uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night. David, David freaking Sedaris. David freaking Sedaris. Has invited me to join him on stage at the Pasadena Civic and present a new piece of mine called If There Were Swans, It Would Be a Lamentation. And uh, so I will be at the Pasadena Civic tomorrow evening. That's Friday. And then Saturday, I will be down at the Muse Cafe on 8th with uh, Chris Bono. Uh, working up a brand new story that has never seen the light of day before. And on Sunday, I promised that I would go. There's now an open mic storytelling at the Improv on Sunday afternoon. Really? And I promised I would go, so I'm going. Oh, cool. 
Uh, and I don't yet know how long people get, and I don't know how it works. I just know that when someone says, I'm trying to open up a new venue for storytelling, I like Support to be helpful it. where I can. Yep. So I'm showing up there. So for the next three nights, people should find excuses to come say hello to me. Yes, you will be telling stories in some nook or cranny of this fine city. And you should go to dylanbrody.com and sign up for my newsletter so that you will always know where I'm performing in the future. That's a very smart thing. And Logan, darling, thank you so much for everything you do for the show here. You are the music maestro and the man who uh, keeps me uh, going. (laughs) Everyone should own his EP. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. People out there, like, really, seriously, if you don't know what this... This person, he happens to hook up computers and picks beautiful songs for us here. But this and man is a serious, beautiful, beautiful a seriously strong, fantastic singer-songwriter. So uh, get off your fucking asses, people. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Out loud? <laughs> uh, and go We're check thankful out- to have asses. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Even if it's a little bigger than I want it to be at this point. <laughs> Thank uh, you for having us plant our asses on these chairs My here. pleasure. Thank you, Thank you guys for coming out so all the time it. and having fun with me and tackling these big, strange topics we tackle here. <laughs> and uh, Logan, are you performing anywhere in the next week? What's going on with you? I just performed a big string of shows, so this week I'm going to update did. my website. Nice. He did. He's up updating the website and uh he's taken a break because he's been strumming his fingers on the (laughs) guitar a lot lately and singing the words of the songs (laughs) strumming them softly he was i I thought that too uh and um i'm um just stay staying at home typing on my computer Uh, still can't share my great news with the world but i heard i'll be able to share it very soon (coughs) And uh, very excited about all that. <clears throat> so, um, and I'm grateful for all of that. And next week, I have Ben Morrison on my show, uh, a stand-up comedian, friends, really good friends with Ben Glebe. I call them the two Bens. <laughs> and uh, he's also an, like an activist advocate for um, like the IBS world of all things. That would be irritable bowel sy- syndrome. And it's he's yeah. like turned this whole thing this whole shit thing into funny stuff and uh and he's got a new album out so i invited him to come on next week and we'll be shooting the shit literally (laughs) 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 all right and um uh thank everyone at smodcast of course for keeping my voice out there in the world uh reverberating through your itunes and through your phones these cute little devices that mm. I am grateful for. I like that you held it up to the microphone so that your listeners could see it. Yes, I wanted to touch oh. it. I wanted to thank it. Uh, so what are we going to go out with, Logan, today? Love Makes All the Other Worlds Go Round by Dan Byrne. Wow. Love Makes All the Other Worlds Go Round. If that's not a song to end a show on gratitude, I don't know what is. All right, everyone. As, uh, as you know, I like to say... Uh, God bless America, and uh, may the big electron be with you. Have a good one. (laughs) Back from my trip around the universe They need me to be quarantined But first, before all your questions Let me just expound Love makes all the other worlds go round Love makes all the other worlds go round 
I started with our solar system Then turned right Navigated by candlelight And everywhere I went Same old story found Love makes all the other worlds go around Love makes all the other worlds go around This world spins round from love Heard it in the past The poetry and science Completes the tale at last So when you look up At a starry sky And loneliness engulfs you Darkness fills your eye No matter where you turn To the heavens or just downtown Love makes all the other worlds go around Love makes all the other worlds go around This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Hey, Kev, it's time to record a new Smodcast. Fuck off. I'm listening to one of the other great shows on the Smodcast Podcast Network. Scott? There's so many to choose from. You damn skimpy, there's so many to choose from. I'm on five every week myself, man. Uh, Hollywood Babylon on Monday, Smodcast with you on Tuesday, Jay and Silent Bob get old on Wednesday with Jay Muse, Fat Man on Batman every Thursday, and then I wrap up the week with Edumacation with Andy McElfrish. There's so many to choose from. Hell yeah, son, and those aren't the only podcasts. Those are just the ones I'm involved with. What about the podcasts of Smodco that don't feature me, man, like Tell them Steve Dave. Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe. I Sell Comics with Ming and Mike. There's so many to choose from. Hey, man, there's also Film School Fridays or NetHeads or Get Up on This, Team Jack. There's so many to choose from. The Breaks, man. Waking from the American Dream. Bagged and Boarded. Phoebe. Soundbite Nation. These are all the shows you could be listening to over at Smodcast.com, Scott. There's so many to choose from. And if audio's not enough for you, man, if you're just like, no, I want the thick dick of video as well, man, we can go to our YouTube channel, which is C-Smod, or you can watch Comic Book Men, our show on AMC, following The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead every Sunday. Night. There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. So get choosing, kids. Go to smodcast.com. Start getting picky, man. Stick these sweet, sweet oral sounds into your ear pussies. There's so many to choose from. You said that already. There's so many to choose from.